0: If you are an estate or letting agent, are you attracting or repelling the right sort of clients? I'm joined today here by Neil Martin, estate and letting agency performance coach. taught to me about magnetic marketing and how agents can learn from that. Talk to me. Okay, Chris, so think about magnet for a minute. Mm. What do most people think of when it comes to marketing? Attraction. eh? Attraction. That's one end of a magnet. What does the other end of a magnet do? It repels. It pushes things away. And so here's the big question. Does your marketing do the same? Does your marketing make it really clear who your ideal client is? Well, it's interesting. If you look at most of the agency marketing, it's landlords or lettings. Landlords wanted or vendors wanted or or... Tenants wanted. I want every house from two million pounds to a hundred grand shitty flat and everything in between. Yep, exactly. But you can't do that. It it doesn't work very well, does it? It, Again, my experience from all the agents I've ever worked with, the properties you're most likely to attract are the ones that you're actually marketing. Yes. Because people will go and look and they'll go, what kind of stock do they have now? They sell houses like mine. Am I the right fit? Exactly that. You know, I've just seen they've sold or they've let, you know... these 15 houses, is that representative of the house that I've got that I'm trying to sell or put a tenant in? And if the answer's no, I'll go to one that is, okay? But like you say, so many people are like, well, you know, yeah, if you're looking for a tenant, we've got loads of tenants, okay? Well, yeah, if you're looking to sell your house, we sell houses, we sell flats, we sell homes, okay? But how specific are you? And how desirable do you make yourself? You know, there's a reason some of the most expensive brands in the world have waiting lists, There's a reason why, you know, when a new model and I mean, this is maybe an extreme example, but, you know, like a new model of certain cars when they come out, you can't buy it unless you already own one of their others. Okay? now I'm not for one minute suggesting, you know, the agents are turning around and going, yeah, no, we won't sell your house unless we've already sold one for you. That would be ludicrous. But what you can do is make yourself desirable. So there's certain criteria of if you want to work with us, you know, we have certain expectations around what a house is for us to sell it. And actually, you know, there may be houses, especially and this, possibly in some ways applies even more to lettings. You know, there may be certain properties that are on the threshold that with a minor amount of work actually make themselves appropriate for your agency. But without that, they're not the right fit. And And it's being bold enough to say, this is what we work with and this is what we don't. What, so if you're an estate agent and you want to go for the upper quartile, you stay with the upper quartile? Absolutely. If you're a family, modern estate, estate agent, stay with that and don't try and go for the posture for your... Or even, create. if you're going to go for different markets, have different brands. You know, um, John Paul's a good example of this. You know, I know you've had him sat here several times, Ooh. he's a good example of this, he's got more than one brand in his portfolio. So depending on the properties that he's dealing with... Yeah, he's got to it, find a country, it, and then he's got his Casaldina and one. one. Exactly. He does it under different brands that are appropriate for that market. Because, you know, uh, if you want to go out and you want to buy a car that... May, I, I go back to cars just because everyone understands them, or most people do, I think. You, some people buy a car for a statement. You know, it's, what did it say about me if I drive this, right? Other people might buy a car for completely practical reasons. They don't care what brand it is. Is it actually that different when you're coming to sell a house? You know, some people, they want the certain board up outside their mm. house to show actually the this agent effect. is going the to sell. The Savills effect. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Whereas other people, it's like, I don't really care who sells my house. I just I want to move and I need my house to sell in order to do that, right? There's a, there's a practical aspect to it. And so it's it's very much about how do you position yourself in a way that attracts the right people in and pushes the wrong people away? You know, how do you... Put enough content out there that qualifies. These are the, and it may not even be the types of property, it might also be the type of landlord if you're doing lettings, for example. You know, if you don't want a let only service, tell people. You know, we no longer offer that and stick to it. Now, it can be quite scary to turn business away, depending on where you are in the market, depending on where you are in the lifestyle of your business. But you talk to any established business owner and they will tell you the worst mistake of all is taking business that's wrong for you. You know, it's expensive, it's time-consuming, and it ends up not really being profitable at all. It's a bit like taking on that landlord when you start up your own agency with the 5% shithole houses, Yeah. technical term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you it, just don't do it. No, it's exactly that. And unfortunately, it's what any, almost any young business does. It goes, here is some business, let me take it. You know, and it's it's only, though, isn't it. And it's only a certain way in where you go, that was the wrong fit, I shouldn't have done it. And then you're trying to figure out how to manage that, how to get rid of that, you know. And I think in many cases, it's, 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 almost about, it's almost about being able to coach the clients that come through the door to make sure they are the right fit. But before they even come through the door... Well, that starts know, with your marketing, though, doesn't exactly, it? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Before they even come through the door, you know, are you right for us or are you not? You know, take your business for an example as well, Chris. You know, when it comes to working with agents and writing their content for them and stuff like that, some agents are going to be a really good fit for you. Others are not. Yeah, I, I had a, someone who was slagging off another agent, so I decided not to work for them. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and that's, again, that's the kind of thing that, you know, if you put the, your messaging out there clearly that, that basically says, hey, look, you know, if you want to get into a competition war where you're having to go all of your, all of your local competitors... We're not the right business for you. However, if what you want to do is educate vendors, landlords on the local property market, on what it's like to live in your local area, blah, 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 then actually we can help. Yeah. And that's all it is. And it's, and it's the same thing. If I'm an agent, it's, hey, look, you know, we specialise in the, you know, homes for these types of people, or we specialise in these types of properties. You know, if that's, if that's where you are and you're the right fit, get in touch. And you don't even have to say, oh, and we don't do anything else. Because guess what? Occasionally you might. But tell people the thing you do do, and they'll be attracted to that, and they'll be naturally pushed away if they're too far outside the, you know, too far outside the parameters that you specify. Could you almost be as blunt and say, I don't want to do business with these sort of people, or is that too blunt? I think it's okay. Um, I, think it's a, I think it's a brave move. And, you know... They say fortune, you know, fortune favours the brave, right? Yeah. But sometimes it can be scary to be brave. Yeah, it's it's almost counterintuitive, isn't it? You know, the courage comes from the scary moments. And sometimes turning something away to allow something better to come up, you know, can be a really scary thing to do. But if you take every bit of business that shows up at your door and it's the wrong business, you won't have the capacity to deal with the right business. You know, so sometimes it's just about sticking to your guns and it's also about It is that thing about understanding your your numbers and your business model that says, hang on a minute, you know, the right property, what's that worth to this business? How many of the wrong properties does it take to get to that? What's the resourcing? Fascinating insight. Thank you very much. Thank you, Chris.